Listen to us on all of the places that I tell you every week. You already know what they are, so just go and listen to us there. While there, please rate and subscribe. It helps other people find the show, and it makes my heart sing. Make my heart sing. That's my heart. It's singing songs. <laughs> Welcome to the Dragon Ball Super Dope. My name is Kyle. With me this week, at least for the beginning part of the show. We'll see if he sticks around. Carlton cracking a fucking ice cold Pepsi. Hi. <laughs> abruptly. When he just should have just said, Hey, what's up? Nope, crack the Pepsi. That's like your new thing. Maybe I'm like knowing vapes when I say hi to him. You just you just fucking pull a, a blue can of sugary ass Pepsi with some very convenient like ad placement kind of shit. <laughs> Is Pepsi paying you money that I don't know about? How'd Pepsi. this happen? Ah. Uh. So we're talking about episode um, 83 of the dub today. And if you remember episode 83 when it first dropped, pretty controversial episode because it features the birth of Bulla. And uh, the fucking fevered debate on what her name was supposed to be began. And all the fucking while, it's like, hey, idiot, it's the same goddamn thing. Bulla and Bra, Bra and Bulla, Buddha. Bura, Bula, Bula. Like the dub said, oh, I'll get into it when I get into it, okay? Because, Carlton, you joined me at the beginning of this episode. Let's talk about some very special announcements that we got today. So before we get to the big announcements for the week, some general housekeeping items. First and foremost, welcome aboard the Patreon Express, bitches. Cisco Sandoval. Cisco the Saiyan signed up a couple days ago for the uh, $10 tier. He's getting down on the OGDB Super Dope and the My Hero Academia podcast uh, once a week. And eventually there's going to be some uh, some other shit in there for you to listen to as well at that $10 tier. So if you're not listening to those two shows now, A, boo on you. Okay, that's fucking weak. Some of the regulars, like once I announced the Patreon page, some of our regulars are just like, Mew, like that Homer Simpson meme where he just fucking like melts <laughs> back on the wall. <laughs> I was like, yo, I get it. Like you don't want to pay 10 bucks a month. That's. I get it. I don't want to fucking pay nobody 10 bucks a month either. But if you can, dope. You get some extra shit from us. Doesn't mean you got to stop talking and like listening to the regular show. What the hell? What'd I do? What'd I fucking take a piss on your leg? You know what he said? 350. I gave him a dollar. I mean, maybe 350 be much more. We should probably just reprice the Patreon tier to just 350. Put a dollar in the box. <laughs> well, we're actually going to be updating the dollar tier uh, for sure. But um, in terms of the $10 tier, Cisco gets the fucking shout out. We appreciate you, man. And uh, can't wait to have you in the Discord chats with us talking about, you know, the new, um, talking about my hero, talking about uh, Dragon Ball, bullshitting, sending random memes to one another. <laughs> that's my go to. Yeah. That's what, like, it's me, you, MJ, Dan Hobson sometimes, Leo Hobson sometimes. And, uh, we we just do a lot of shit, random shit talking. And Carlton's like, oh, I'm, I'm gay and I want to go to the club. And, <laughs> I'm drunk, and uh, that happens a good uh, good portion on the weekends as well. <laughs> Except this weekend, because you've been sick. Woo. Yeah. Thank God, hallelujah, needed a break. So, <laughs> thank you, Cisco. Now, we did make one announcement on the Facebook page uh, this past Thursday. We are going to be doing another live event at Askew in Providence, Rhode Island. 
on November 5th. All right, that's a Monday night. We're going to be doing it around 10 p.m. Uh, it's going to be following the Bardock and Fusion Reborn double features that will be out uh, in several theaters locally. I haven't actually checked tickets yet, but I'm assuming all the same theaters are doing it. So that'll be super dope. I don't know what we're going to do for trivia yet. We're going to do something, I think, but I don't know what the prize is going to be yet. I got to, me and Todd Russell were talking about that the other day, trying to come up with some ideas. So. Todd, if you're listening, baby, we have to get back to brainstorming on that shit. But we are going to be doing another live event uh, and a live podcast we're going to record. It's going to be fun. We booked the venue. They're on board. It's going to be super dope. Uh, but yeah, and that was like my big focus. Like we booked it on Thursday. It's Saturday. Shit, it's technically Sunday morning. Me and tons of fun are recording at uh, like 1 o'clock in the morning on Sunday morning. Cause I just made 10 pounds of chicken salad. Yes, he did. We're going to be eating <laughs> chicken salad for months. <laughs> can't wait so um we're recording this late but on thursday we booked the venue for a skew cool right friday now thursday uh after i booked the venue for a skew that's when my computer shit the bed and i was down and out uh for about 13 hours just trying to fix that so i finished that at like four in the morning on friday got so caught up in doing it i forgot to go break down my equipment at a bar that i played at the night previous and the bar owner hit me up on friday and they were like uh Hey, dude, you never came to get your stuff yesterday. Are you alive? And I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God, I totally just left a few hundred dollars worth of equipment like at your bar. My bad. I'll be right there. Um, but Friday, I come back here. I wasn't getting much work done because that just fucked up my day and threw a monkey wrench into it. Playing a game of Magic with Mike and Amber, playing way too much Magic. Magic's, Magic's a fucking drug, dude. That shit will... You're going to play the Dragon Ball card game. Mm, I talked to Sleeper the other day. We're going to be doing, and that's like, we're going to be at Game On in Warwick very soon. Details to come on that, but we're going to do a podcast there very soon, too. Um, Probably just like with the crew that hangs out there, the Dragon Ball card game people. You're going to have to come when we do that. So we're playing Magic. I'm sitting there, and Mike and Amber, dude, they've got these fucking decks that take four fucking ever to play. I show up with the deck of cards. That's like 20 years old because I'm fucking old and I haven't played Magic since I was like 13. So they're like making fun of my cards. They're like, that's illegal. You can't fucking do that. The Shadow. What's Shadow? Huh. Attacking doesn't cause your creature to block. It's called Vigilance, bitch. I'm like, what the fuck? Fuck out of here, you Magic snob. You motherfuckers <laughs> just got back into Magic. Like last month, all of a sudden, you're playing tournament rules, official decks, like the fuck out of here, you bums. Mike, Mike Norman, they won't do a goddamn fucking episode of Super Dope because he's too busy tweaking dicks and decks down there and shit. I digress. My point is, they take fucking forever to play their turns. Well, I do this and I tap this and then I burn these and then I got this much mana and then I bring this much in and then I do this, 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 and this. And I'm like, I wish you actually had said, I wish you'd actually said it that fast. It's like a good like, Hmm. <laughs> for a few minutes before he does it and then he does it but much slower than I just did it so I check my email while these motherfuckers take their turns and I check my email and at like 4.30 on Friday afternoon I get an email from Altered Reality Entertainment saying congratulations you've been selected to host a panel at Rhode Island Comic Con this year. And I read that email and I just 
dropped my phone and I was like, what? Huh? Nanda to? Nani? Nani da yo? And I just handed my phone to Mike and I was like, dude. <laughs> Took screenshots, sent them to the people that I needed to send them to. We're going to be at Rhode Island Comic Con hosting a panel this year. <laughs> How weird is that to say? So, Rhode Island Comic Con this year, November 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. We don't have details on what our panel is yet. And I really hope, really hope, most people would hope for a Saturday panel. I've got some shit going on on Saturday that I can't really not do. So, it would be tough to do a panel on Saturday, but I could probably make it work but whatever we don't know the firm details on uh the date and time of our panel yet i'm hopeful to get that squared away with the Rhode Island comic-con people uh within the next week or two uh, hopefully sooner rather than later so we can kind of game plan um if you're a local person who listens to the show and you're going to Rhode Island comic-con i would love if you stopped in hung out we're going to be doing a live podcast there um probably just talking about general state of dragon ball shit um the con in general like i'm always interested to talk with other people at the con about the con i'm like yo what's up man you find some cool shit oh what's that you having a good time great what's that you sir you having a bad time okay and why okay you're not very pleased with the fire exit strategy in case there were an emergency respectable (laughs) but kind of a nitpick i said fuck off fuck off good sir (laughs) i would love to have like an open discussion with whoever would be able to show up to our panel um (laughs) But other than that, we'll be there most of the weekend. We've got press passes, which is really cool to be able to say. Uh, we got the press passes, and we'll be there most of the weekend promoting the show and trying to draw people in for the panel. So, uh, And then literally two days later, or whatever, I mean, the next day, we've got the event on the Monday at Askew, and we're trying to fit in an episode with Sleeper at Game On before both of those things. So, if you're keeping score at home, <laughs> um, we've done one live event in the 16 months that we've been a show. And uh, is it 16 months? Something like that. More yeah. like 14 or 15 months, but w- whatever. Uh, in the 14 or 15 months as a show, we've done one live event. And uh, I somehow have found myself into, I've somehow forced myself into making three live events in the span of like two weeks because <laughs> I don't know why. I'm an idiot. I'm a glutton for punishment. Got a lot of things I should be doing. Probably, you know, not that this is not fun. This is very fun. I love this shit, obviously, because I'm doing three live events in two fucking weeks. And I'd really love it if you're a local person to come on out, hang out. Um, The Rhode Island Comic Con panel is going to be a little bit weird. I got some ideas brewing that we've got to talk with, like, MJ, Dan, you, Mike Norm, Brandon. we got to, like, get all of our brains together on it. Um, I've got some ideas brewing for the Rhode Island Comic Con panel thing uh, worst comes to worst it's just gonna be a live podcast of us just bullshitting with whoever the fuck shows up and that'll be fun um but i got some other ideas too that could be significantly bigger so i don't know more to come on that i don't want to say anything because if it doesn't work out i'll sound like a fool but if it does work out it'll be dope super dope <laughs> see what i did there yeah what's the name of the show yeah super dope fourth wall Deadpool. <laughs> I am Deadpool. So that's it. All right. Uh, Cisco's the newest patron. Event at Askew on November 5th. And we'll be at Rhode Island Comic Con hosting a motherfucking panel. So if you see us, uh, expect us to, especially if like you're obviously a Dragon Ball fan. Like if you got on like a fucking Goku gi shirt, I'm going to walk up to you and be like, 
That is a very nice shirt, sir. Even though I know everybody in the mother that has that. <laughs> that is a very nice shirt. Here is my business card. Please listen to my podcast. It'll be really good relationship building. <laughs> PR. Oh, yeah. It'll be PR as fuck. I'm going to run into that one dude. He's like, yo, you're that guy. You're a fucking dick. <laughs> I fucking hate your guts. Kicking the dick. <clears throat> Kicking the dick. I trash you on 4chan all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder. Probably not. I don't think 4chan <laughs> cares enough about us. We are not. Weird. I mean, we got like our listeners, man. Like, that's cool. And we're growing usually more than not growing, unless you count the month of March into April, but whatever. Um, Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, man. I hope Super comes back as an anime. That would be dope. Anyway, you want to stick around for 83? Sure. Why not? So, this is what I, this is what I was walking around calling a reverse C section all day. Because we saw. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I know. For some reason, I thought the term, because we basically, this is the whole plot of this of, of the episode. Um, they're like, ah, oh, shit, we need 10 fighters in like two days. What are we going to do? I don't know. Hey, we got like three people here. Who else do we know? Cool. We should get them too. Good idea. And Vegeta's like, yeah, I can't go, man. My wife's pregnant. And Weiss is like, fine, I'll do it. And want to know what that fine, I'll do it means? It means about to go in. Point his staff at Bulma's fucking big ass belly. Bulma's fucking big ass belly. <laughs> and uh, chant some weird ass shit. And he's like, and the baby's born all swaddled up in an instant. And for some reason in my brain, I was like, that's like a reverse C section. And then I thought about what a reverse C section actually would be. And I was like, it's putting the baby back in. Oh my God, they're cutting the mom to put the baby back in. That is. <laughs> Fucking, that's like that's the shit a horror movie's made out of, dude. No, what's the matter with me that I've been saying? I've said it at least five times today, before this. Although I guess Reverse T Section would be a pretty cool band name. If you were a metal band, oh my god, Death that's metal. that's the most metal fucking band name I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> all of a sudden, I just like got went from going really. All of a sudden, I just went from getting really grossed out by this term to suddenly getting pumped now that I'm thinking about What's it in the name? context of metal. What's your band name? Reverse Cesarean. Whoa. Metal. Yeah. Metal. Straight to Beavis. <laughs> every time, man. I always go to Beavis every time. I just bit my tongue. That smarted. Ouch. <laughs> Not bleeding, so. All right. Uh, so episode eighty-three, field the all, field the all seventh universe. So I did. I I watched this downstairs. I'm like an Amber, and I didn't bring a notepad. And I was like, yeah, I should probably just take notes on my phone. And taking notes on my phone is actually way funnier. Because <laughs> <laughs> I just like pretend I'm like live texting the show to like my friend and shit, and I text way faster than I actually write with a pen. And when I write with a pen, dude, I write like a dick. Can you read any of these words? No. Of course not. I write like a fucking douchebag. I write like my dad, the older I get. My dad <laughs> writes like the biggest douche. He's got like the little fancy scribbles, like kind of cursive, mostly cursive, but not all cursive, but it's really tiny. So you're like, what the hell? Written like that way his whole life. And the older scratches. I get. Yeah, that's one way to put it. Like, you got to like know my dad to fucking... Read the shit he writes down on notepads because he writes all that shit on legal pads too. Like, mm. uh, dirty habit I picked up from him. 
But I took the notes on my phone, so I'm sure that I got mad typos in this bitch because I was just like, off to the races, off and off. So Superdog 83, field the all seventh universe team. Who are the mighty 10? So we're at the capsule courthouse. And Chi Chi's just walking around saying some weird shit like, bring a baby out the bun, bun and bun and baby fun. Shit like that. I don't know. She's like saying some weird shit to like, Bun and bun and baby fun. Uh, she thinks that chanting these weird things will somehow help Bulma get the fuck, get that baby the fuck out there faster. She's like, <laughs> Bulma, you need to get that baby out there. Fuck this baby. It's fucking up our plans. I'm stress cooking everything because I don't know how else to be useful. <laughs> I did OGDB by myself a little while ago, and I sing theme music throughout that episode several fucking times because <laughs> I'm doing it by myself. So I'm just like, and then Goku's like, "Shit, what's the fucking tune that he, that plays when he jumps on his Kintoon? Kintoon, dun dun dun. No, that's the theme song. I forget, but I was singing the shit out of it on that episode. I was like." That's where I'd be singing the song, you know? But, like, I forgot what the song is right now. <laughs> so, anyway. It was so memorable. Yeah, it was memorable as fuck, all right? I just did it, like, an hour ago. Uh, Goku, uh, anyway, back to 83. Uh, Chi-Chi is being a weirdo and stress cooking and wondering about her long indentured servitude to Goku for that one time uh, he kicked her in the vagina. Uh, Pilaf, Shao, uh, Shao, Shu, Shao. I wrote it, Shao. See? Typos. Peel off shoe and my, uh, they're doing baby aerobics and Vegeta's gravity chamber with Bulma trying to get that baby out. Natural. Stretch it out, baby. Thing will slide right out. Weird. I can't believe that just was said. Uh, Vegeta is stressed as hell, wondering when the hell this baby going to pop. And Goten and Trunks are like, hey, Vegeta, you look as stressed as hell. What, are you worried about when this baby going to pop? He's like, get the fuck out of here and go build that baby a crib. So they do. They go build a baby a crib and they fuck off for a while. Um, flashing back to the team coming back from the Zeno exhibition match. Uh, they're talking about strategy. So uh, they go back to the, the Kai planet and they're like, all right, we need 10 people. This blows. And Beerus is like, yeah, this does blow. So we're going to die soon. We should probably go to Earth and eat all the food that we can because, you know, we're going to die because Goku's a fucking dick, dickhead. So let's go to Earth. So they go to Earth, and they're like, yo, Chi-Chi's been stress cooking? Mad convenient. We're going to eat all this grub because we're all about to die. And everyone's like, shh, don't tell anybody that shit, man. People freak out. It's a secret. Can't tell nobody. So it's a secret. Goku knows. Gohan knows. Beerus. Kai's. Uh, Mr. Satan knows because, you know, he's like the protector of the Earth. Uncle Champ. According to, to the newly born Bola. But they're having the conversation like, all right, we've got to get 10 people. There's got to be other planet. And this is like, this is something that I think Dragon Ball fans talk about a decent amount. It's like, all right, we got to get 10 people from Universe 7. There's got to be other life, life forms out in, you know, other planets on uh, in Universe 7, right? Like, what's, what's the deal with that? Kai, don't you know all this shit? Kaioshin? He's like, yeah. There's like 28 planets with life forms on them. That's wild, no? And you're like, 28? Word. And then he's like, yeah, but I don't really know dick about any of them. So 
you guys are like the strongest dudes I know. So even though I've observed them from my Kylie, fuck it, Kylie, from my Kai stature uh, observation tower, my Kai ivory tower of bullfuckery, bullfuckery. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know dick about how they can fight. So I don't know. We should probably just keep the scope to earth and you're like, oh, <laughs> for a second you're like yeah let's get a new unknown in here who's like a real wild card and shit he'll cut the brakes nope stick to earth so we know that we got Goku we know that we've got Gohan we know that we've got Boo at this point in the fucking story and they're like alright what the fuck else are we gonna do and uh it, it's weird man like uh, one thing to notice in this episode for sure is that uh you know while they're going through the strategy of how to build a team they show like silhouette shots of a bunch of characters that you're about to meet in the tournament of power for the first time you see Rebrian. for the first time you see jiren and Tapo, mm-hmm. you know back to back but over covered in shadow that shot of jiren and Tapo, there is a third person in the middle of them and it's kefla the fucking merged uh you know cauliflower and kale like we saw her way before we realized and she's right there you know so seeing it today after having watched the whole series it's like Ooh, I forgot. I didn't realize. <laughs> so that was funny to me. Um, but Goku and Gohan are like, all right, well, we could probably call up like Piccolo and Krillin. Like, they'd be down to clown, right? That'd be cool. And <laughs> Gohan and Goku do this weird ass thing where they're like kind of unsure and like they look at each other and they like run away like 10 feet and they like sit down and they just meditate and think very intensely. And like all of a sudden you're inside their brain and it's Goku and Gohan imagining Krillin fighting one of the dogs from the trio to dangers. I think it, I think it might have been Lavender, but who cares? One of the fucking dogs. Krillin fighting a dog. You would have been outraged. Tons of fun. Um, and basically they're like playing out the scenario. If these two fought in a tournament, how would it go? And, you know, it's like a it's like a full like two minute thing. And, you know, at first Krillin's getting his ass whooped. And then he kind of gets in a few good hits. And then you're like, oh, yeah, Krillin's going wild. He's about to win it. And then, like, the smoke clears and Lavender's like, ah, ha, 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 I'm a talking dog, motherfucker. I'm way more intimidating than your five-foot-one nose having ass. Fuck out. And Gohan and Goku are like, uh, that didn't go very well. <laughs> Gohan's like, so Krillin's out, huh? All right, well, Goku's like, nah, it's cool. He's been training. He's a cop. And now he trains, but he's also a cop still. It'll be fine. So it'll be fine. So they're like, all right, cool. Well, that makes five. They're like, what about Goten and Trunks? Those motherfuckers fucked up Majin Buu. And I'm like, yeah, what about Goten and Trunks? That's a great idea. And I think half the fucking Dragon Ball... 80% 80% of the Dragon Ball fandom was like, yeah, good idea. Let's show up with some seven and eight-year-old little kids. Fuck up the Warriors, the strongest Warriors, the 10 other universes or whatever, seven other universes, and uh, really, like, piss them off, spit in their fucking eye. Goku's like, nah, it's a stupid-ass idea because they're like little kids, and yeah, they're powerful, but they're very inexperienced, and you got to, like, kick people off the edge of things. They've got zero experience doing that, having been the runner-up at the fucking most recent Tenkaichi Budokai, but what the fuck do I know about Dragon Ball? You know, Mighty Mask could have made an appearance in the Universal Tournament Survival Arc, and I would have been 100% fine with it, but can't win them all, I suppose. 
Um, they shoot down the idea of goaltending trunks going, and they're like, all right, well, I guess we'll just figure out the rest then. Goaltanks would have been cool. Yeah. And, like, Gotenks would have been a natural choice just because you have the Metamorian fusion option right there. You don't need mm. any outside items. You don't need the Patara, even though we find out eventually Patara is totally cool because it's neat as fuck. It's Sugoi, Sugoi. So... Uh, Zeno allows it, but like they could have busted out a fusion dance in that bitch real quick and had been go tanks for the majority of that fucking tournament. Mm. Granted, they would have been down a fu- Imagine if that's how the tournament of power ended up. Like 20 minutes into the tournament of power, they're like, Yeah, SSJ3 go tanks in this house. Wapow. And then like it comes down to like them and Goku and Vegeta versus like Tapo and Jiren. And like Vegeta and Tapo get knocked the fuck out. And then like Goku and Jiren or like Jiren eliminates Goku and then you're like oh no now it's just Gotenks it's a little kid please don't be rude to the little kids <laughs> and Jiren's like what it da and Goten's like super ghost and then it's like no good and then Jiren's like what he does and like throws like this massive blast on him and then they're like defuse like in that most recent episode of Dragon Ball Heroes where Vegito defuse when combo hit him with that blast I'd be like dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and then like time runs out and there's two of them back in the ring and they're like Goten and Trunks win it for Universe 7 and Jiren's a chump so they're like, anyway, we're at Vegeta's. Cool. They're like, we're at Vegeta's house, so we should probably get Vegeta on board. And they're like, hey, Vegeta, there's some massive shit going down. And Vegeta's like, real annoyed because this whole baby thing. But then he's also like, you're being mad fishy about this. I don't trust you, Kakarato. Why don't you get the fuck out my face? Get the fuck out my face. So he's like, I can't go anywhere without this baby being born. You can try to convince my wife otherwise. Because Beerus is like, yo, stop being a little bitch. And you get in that fighting arena and you fight like the monkey you are. And he's like, yeah, right. Tell that shit to my wife. Oh. <laughs> so Weiss is like, all right, I'll be right back. I'll take care of this. I think he literally says, okay, I'll do it. And he walks in the house and he walks into the room. Doesn't say anything to anybody. Doesn't even make his presence known. Just walks in. Bulma's doing her thing, sitting in her chair. And he's just like, pow, staff, crazy chance. You got a baby. Swaddled in swads. I don't know what a SWAT is. SWAT's probably not even really a word. Suddenly, baby. I think I just want to make my own Dragon Ball podcast where I narrate the story and do all the dialogue for all the characters and do the music all at the same time. (laughs) I could do a retelling of Dragon Ball. (laughs) I'd be like, and that's when when Raditz shows up to Earth and it's like, dun, 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 dun. That'd be bad because that's not the right fucking music for the rabbits. But you know what I'm saying. I fucking get down with my Kikuchi, yo. I'd fucking buy the scores online. I'd buy like original copies of the CD on eBay for way too much money. And be like... There are some kids on Twitter who know the background music to Dragon. Like I know like all the open and closing themes, shit like that. Like a lot of the movie soundtrack score. Uh, a lot of the movie songs that end in the movies. There are some who are like... This theme from Kukuchi is this sonata that gives a tribute to the theme of Piccolo's character development as a rugged, outside-the-box, blah-blah-blah demon. And I'm like, shut the fuck up, man. (laughs)
You're making us all look bad, and you're making yourself look even worse. God damn, get a life. Bomb, 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 bomb. So the reverse C-section happens, and Goku's like, all right, cool. See you later. And he's like, I'm going to go talk to Krillin and his wife, and hopefully his wife knows where her uh, her twin brother, who we all thought has been dead for a long time. Not dead, but like we just thought, like, I don't know, what's he been up to? Well, we really thought about it. I know I hadn't until this point. I was like, oh, he's still around? It's cool, I guess. Hope he's strong. And then we all know how that one fucking plays out. Plays out with a happy ending on a cruise ship. Gohan's actually the one who suggested 17 in the first place, which I thought was interesting. But it's neither here nor there. He's like, remember that one time my master Piccolo got his ass whooped by that black-haired girl-looking boy? Yeah, we should call him up. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, episode eighty three. So we got like a lot of like fun kind of. I mean, it's not really filler. I guess it's filler in respects to the manga because the manga really glosses over this recruitment bullshit. Like they don't give a fuck. It's like, oh, two days, cool. It's like the next day, Goku's like, hey, what's up? Everybody I know is here. And then he does goes and does the Frieza thing. You see that, even though you don't really see all of it. I find it so funny that instead of like Yamcha, they're like. Nah, we're going to go and resurrect Yo, the dead. How did I almost gloss over the fact that Yamcha actually <laughs> shows up in this episode today? He shows up for a completely unrelated reason. He shows up to the Capsule Corp house. He's like, hey, Bobo, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, you know, I've been watching the calendar real close, and I figured you should be having that baby any day now, so I figured I'd show up. Like, that's really the reason that he shows up. He's like, I figured uh, you'd be having the baby soon, so I'm here. Okay, uh, my husband is like 10 feet away with my 8-year-old son. Uh, you're at my house. Why again? <laughs> you creepy fucking weirdo. <laughs> so like he walks in with those weird, creepy, the implication is there, intentions. And uh, he overhears all this shit about the tournament. And he's like, hey, Gohan, what's the word on this stuff? Gohan's like, oh, fuck. It's <laughs> so legit. He's like, oh, you heard that. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, yeah. He's like, well, yeah, you know, it's a big thing. Uh, whoever wins gets a wish with the Super Dragon Balls. Again, guarding the secret that the the universe existence is fucking on the line. Everybody gets a, you know, they get a wish with the Super Dragon Balls. And that shit, super dope. Super dope. So <laughs> it's going to be cool. He's like, oh, 10 people, huh? And Yamcha, like, comes up with this elaborate fucking scenario in his head. He's like, 10 people, that's a lot of people. They're going to need me. They don't know 10 people. We don't know 10 people? Come on, dude. We've met so many more people since you fucking died that first time in the Saiyan arc. Or how about since the first time you were really defiled as a character when you got your leg broken and you spent most of the fucking Budokai arc, what is it, 22nd Budokai, 21st, 21st? Whichever one they fight, I, mean, I think it's 22nd. The 22nd is the one I think where Tien and Yamcha fight and Tien fucking straight up breaks Yamcha's like leg at the knee and it's, oh, he like comes down on him with the wha-pow and it's a, ooh, it's like a really painful moment in Dragon Ball. That's like before any real serious death happens in Dragon Ball at all. Like, ooh. you're like, oh, and there's like real repercussions to a fight for the first time. It's not like a cartoon animation where it's like, ah, and they got bandages on their face the next shot. It's like, you're in the hospital now. You can't fight ever again, maybe, so. Um, that's some real serious shit, but like the the scene that he paints today, he's like, yeah, they're going to have to call me up eventually. So I'll play a little hard to get really <laughs> tell him no until like tournament is about to start and I'll show up at the end right before it starts. And I'll be like, 
hey guys and goku's like yamcha we'll definitely win now that you're here and it's like the funniest most ridiculous fucking scene so he's like yeah cool good idea all right well i better go home and pretend i'm not coming all right guys i gotta go bye and he leaves to go hide out at home thinking that they're gonna follow him to try to get him to enter the tournament of power in reality he just goes home and hides there and nobody ever comes to get him because nobody gives a shit (laughs) (laughs) oh Yamcha Uh, still good for a laugh all these years later I like how they go so far out of their way to resurrect Frieza instead like I'm pretty sure they would have taken anyone other Mm. than Yamcha like hey Hercule you got nothing better to do no Hercule's too smart to even let them do that. He'd be like, uh, you want me? <laughs> no, that's a bad idea, guys. I will die. Hercule knows the score, too. He plays it off real well, but he knows what's up. When you lose Majin Buu, though, Majin Buu was too OP of a character with all the extra abilities that he has outside of fighting, to including the Tournament of Power. He's basically indestructible. He can fucking heal. He's got magic. He can eat people, consume them, and fucking turn their energy into his. He's too OP to have in that format. I get why they had to kind of write him out. But when you have a character that powerful and then you sub in a dude like a Yamcha or a Tien or a Krillin into that final spot, you can't do it. So you have to go get Frieza. I would have loved if they'd gone the route of Cell personally, but it makes sense to bring in Frieza because he was very recently involved in the series. And we know that he is at least on the power level of us or the power scale of a Super Saiyan Blue. So that automatically, by default, makes him the third or fourth strongest, depending on how you view Gohan. Uh, makes him the third or fourth strongest person on your team. And they also want to get Roshi, because he's going to get real good at not wanting to rape girls and be able to use his <laughs> techniques for good. And by good, I mean capturing girls in bottles and throwing them off the side of the arena. Shit's about to get lit in this T.O.P., y'all. And not T.O.P. meaning top. The pride trooper, the warrior of pride and virtue and justice and shit with his... I don't know. The voice is a little... Somebody complained to me about it, and I'm like, it's the same thing, but, like, it's not. I just... (sighs) Sub over dub for life. Guy just top his voice in the sub is so good. He's got, like, that deep... (laughs) kind of deal going on. This dude's just, like, trying to sound like a righteous black dude. He sounds like that fucking real-life superhero from fucking Seattle, Phoenix, whatever the fuck his name Uh. is. Gets his ass whipped all the time and then goes on the news about it. You know what I'm talking about? Sounds like that, dude. And then you got Hood Belmont. <laughs> Although, they called him Belmont in the sub. They called him Vermouth in the manga. So they're calling him Velmod or Vermod in the dub. Isn't yeah. Vermouth alcohol? Yep. Mm. Yeah. Most of the gods of destruction are named after alcohols. Oh. For instance, Beerus. He is beer. Oh. Uh. Nah, we, we makes sense. Angel attendant, named after whiskey. Margarita. Sounds kind of self-explanatory. <laughs> They're not all named after alcohol, but a decent portion of them are. Champa, champagne. I never put the two together. Vados. I think that might be vodka. vodka, maybe. Yeah, booze. Booze is cool. Been drinking. I've been drinking. <laughs> Watermelon. Uh, it's going to do it for Super Dope this week. Uh, just to reiterate, in case you didn't hear, what do you want to pay to let Rhode Island Comic Con, bitch? If you're going to be at Rhode Island Comic Con, uh, please, and you listen to the show, 
Uh, stay tuned for more details on when we will be doing a panel. We're going to record it live and post it up as an episode for the Super Dope. So that'll be cool. Uh, again, shout out to Cisco the Saiyan for the uh, latest Patreon. We love you, buddy. Uh, what else? Askew, November 5th, Providence, Rhode Island. 150 chest. Oh, God. I can never remember the fucking address there. I don't know. I'm such an idiot. Pine Street? 150 Pine Street? I think it's 150 Pine Street. Askew, Providence, November 5th, 150 Pine Street. They serve stuff on a stick. You guys can go there and try the fried chicken that we tried live on stage with that super audible crunch. That chicken was good as hell. <laughs> oh, my God. And that crunch was like out of, straight out of a fucking cartoon. Like, I bet people heard that and they were like, wow, he really turned up the gain on that crunch. Nope. Nope. I did not at all. That's how loud the crunch was. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I want that chicken right now. But I'm going to have to settle for your chicken salad. Mmm. Mmm. Please rate, subscribe, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube. Please leave a review. It helps us out. Don't you know you know you want to help us out? Thirty minutes later. <laughs> It's gonna run out of song soon. Fuck you. I got 30 years to pull from, bitch. Start singing gently. <laughs> Fucking hard, Jackie. <laughs> Alright, we done. Super done! <laughs>